Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another episode here on GEMS Podcast. I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Daniel Martinez. And here's a bit about Daniel. He's been an entrepreneur since 2018. He's come from a regular home, just like most people. His dad worked on the roads in the Chicago area for over 30 years, and he always taught him to work with his brain instead of his body. He owned and operated a trucking business for two years. He started learning real estate in 2019, fell into the data and skip tracing business in 2020, and his partner Anthony and him started Hive Mind in 2021. He's done a ton of different jobs coming from painting, door-to-door sales, telemarketing, truck driving, and loading trailers, and etc. And all of that has um, led him to where he is now, which is leveraging. You can have delivering digital products to the marketplace, and it can yield you limitless possibilities. And without further ado, let's welcome Daniel Martinez to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here. My pleasure, Daniel. And today we're going to talk about all things business automation and why is it important to really have that automation in your business so you don't have to do as much work and everything can work together like a well-oiled machine. Um, it's extremely important for entrepreneurs because a lot of when you when you start a business, you're wearing a lot of hats and it's important to utilize your time wisely because it's the most important asset you have. So um, what HiveMind does is it utilizes and combines a lot of different systems out there to um, accelerate your marketing efforts. So our whole thing is to automate before you delegate because you might have to, you might not have to delegate at all. So you can do a lot more with the help you do have. So the whole thing is, is that you, you, you can automate a lot of your, your backend, front-end processes, your tasks, SOPs, um, just nurturing leads as a whole follow-up using HiveMind and it'll help you convert and get more clients as a whole with, with less effort, which is the goal. Awesome. So definitely a way to work smarter and not necessarily harder. And with your automation, do y'all use a, um, AI, artificial intelligence, RPA, robotic processing automation? And how did you come across with building HiveMind? What did that look like behind the scenes? Um, we use conditional logic. So you can input uh, special characters where people reply to certain keywords or phrases, uh, yes, no answers, and you can build auto responses off of that. Or you can just do simple time campaigns based by day, weeks, or months, whatever that looks like in your business. And you can incorporate uh, emails, RVMs, texts, voicemails. Um, we integrate with Zapier so you can really coordinate a lot of different things together um, through Zapier. So Zapier is like the bridge that connects to everything else. So if you want to connect HiveMind to your Gmail or HiveMind to whatever app or service you're using that work doesn't, we don't have inside of it, you can connect it there and use it cohesively together. So whenever someone thinks about HiveMind and they think about, um, oh, maybe I should try HiveMind, what sets you apart versus your competitors and why? 
Um, I would say our first thing is our customer service. Uh, we, had, we provide a lot of customer service and on our side that if you have any questions, you can text us and we'll use and respond. I have a full staff uh, six days a week. We are off Sundays and uh, yeah, we're just, we're here to help our, our uh, clients succeed and we really want them to make more money. That's the whole. So we really want you to accelerate your business. Um, we've already seen it happen with multiple clients and we've seen them hit huge numbers and huge revenue streams just by coordinating and using not all the features, just some of the features. It's crazy. So like the one thing is like some people, not everybody's able or uh, understands how to use a, uh, not necessarily complicated software, but um, so, some people aren't, they're not tech savvy. I mean, there, there's, there's some Neanderthals out there. It's okay. We, we come across them every once in a while, but you can use whatever, whatever that one thing you need in your business, you can use that one thing and it works well. But if you're high tech, because there's the other side of the people who are like, yeah, I want to do this, this, and this, and build out this, and build out this. And oh yeah, I just have an idea. Let me do this too. I know there's those people too. This is for you because it's just one of those things where like you get different ideas. Like I've automated, I have run a couple of my businesses through the software and whenever I want to like, Hey, let me automate this part. I already know how to use this. I'll go create it. And your business should always be adapting and you should always be utilizing new, um, new strategies because your marketing should change every once in a while just to kind of adapt to new things. Nice. And so whenever you think about where you are currently right now in your business, what were some of the start ugly moments that you guys had to endure early on when you were launching your business? And what did that look like for you? Because I think it's very important to talk about those start ugly moments because sometimes when people leave a corporate job and they go into entrepreneurship full time, they realize that they are the one person that's in their business up until they get to the point where it makes sense to really outsource and scale up effectively. 100%. That's a great question. So I recommend don't do what I did because it's harder. It's harder. But um some people ease into it where they'll, they'll start a side hustle where they can work after hours or on the weekends whenever they don't work to kind of transition that point. I did the crazy thing and I quit my job and never went back, which is not all right I recommend, but you can do that. Just know it's all on you. Um, sometimes when you gamble on yourself, you put yourself in position to excel. So if you're that type of personality, we're like, yeah, I know I can do this. I just need to understand that they call it um, Steve Harvey. He says that, entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff with no parachute and hoping one will appear. That's kind of how it is. You, you got, you gotta, you gotta sometimes um, know, know and trust yourself that you'll figure it out. And it's, 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 it's good to have uh, reserve money. Of course, it's good to have a side hustle to bring in other income. It's good to have multiple streams of income. All that is necessary and it helps, but you can't jump out there and do it yourself. You can't jump out there and and do it while you're working your job. I work a ton of my clients still have their nine to five using a software to automate their, their, their side hustle and their side business to still create revenue while they're still at the nine to five until they're ready to quit. Uh, one of my clients is crazy. He just, he's been doing really good in real estate for like a year, year and a half. And his, they had a six figure, he was a high corporate job too. He was making six figures as corporate. He just quit this month and he was, he was making probably 250 or 300K a year, you know? juggling the nine to five and the, and the side hustle slash business so and he just quit recently so there's different um there's different uh breaking points for everybody in their personal life 
And it's all depends on how what your expenses like. What are what are your expenses? So when you come to entrepreneurship, understand that you need to cut back. That way you can produce more. Because when you're first starting a business, sometimes it reinvests some of that money back into the business again in itself for a year or two. You might not get you might not make as much as you want just because you're trying to build a business. And what a lot of early entrepreneurs do is they'll actually oh, I'm making big money and they'll spend it all on themselves, but they're taken away from their future business by growing their business. Whereas you can use that to hire employees and, ex and accelerate and amplify your business through multiplication versus yourself. And everybody should strive, not everybody, but it's not for, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. I'll say that too. It's not for everybody. Like I said, we're the, we're the crazy ones that do things that normal people wouldn't think of. So if you're a crazy one like me, you can join us. <laughs> join us in entrepreneurship. Not really crazy. I like to say out of box thinkers because you think outside of the box and you kind of really create your own lane for you to drive in. Um, just to know that you're going to be hungry enough to chase after your dreams, but then you're also going to put in the work to make sure that those dreams turn into realities. And I know that you have a partner, Anthony. So when Anthony and you started the company, did he come in a hundred percent or was he working a job while building hive mind on the side with you? And what did that dynamic look like? Um, pretty much all my partners are entrepreneurs. So we're in the business. Um, there's, there's a book called uh, traction. I'm not a book person at all, by no means, but I did read this book. So traction is, is a, is a, book that states that everybody has their skills and there's a visionary and an integrator a visionary always needs an integrator and an integrator always needs a visionary in some in some cases just because not you might not have all the tools to run your own business by yourself and that's okay that's why you always part it's always important to partner and fill in the gaps wherever you're lacking so the book covers like if you're a visionary, you can either hire a partner or integrator. And integrate what is an integrator? An integrator is the person that actually make things happen in the background um, towards your goal. So if you have the vision and the goal and the process, you can tell it's your integrator. Integrator completes and manages the process as far as the 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 back end business. So perfect example of this is Wozniak and Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is a visionary. Wozniak was the integrator, and that's how they built apple that's how apple started so there's always in most big businesses there's always that 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 duo dynamic that makes the business work so you can always find that partner or hire that partner to help you make sure you facilitate that part of the business because me i'm, I'm okay at sales but my partner's way better at sales so why would i do sales i'm better at software and he sucks at software so why, why would he do stuff that i'm not so the whole the whole point of entrepreneurship is that Everybody's like, oh, get better at things you, you lack at. No, you, get, you do what you love and know what to do. And you fill in the gaps with stuff you don't know how to do because it may take you years to perfect that system. And there's already a person or, or something out there that can, you can utilize or put in position that can excel in their, in their position. So it's, it's more of finding who, 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 who's the perfect partner that fills the gaps that you can't fulfill. Yeah, and that's powerfully stated because I always tell people you should really focus on your zone of genius and really own in on it. And don't worry about struggling in your weaknesses because that's an area that you can outsource. So you can allow somebody who is a genius in that area 
to come alongside with you to really build those partnerships to take you a lot further and faster. And then whenever you think about business automation, Daniel, what are some key things that somebody should look at automating whenever they are first starting out in their business? And why do you feel like they're important? That's a great question. So every business is a marketing business. No matter what business you're a niche you're in, you're a marketing business. Because if you don't have clients, you cannot make money. So number one, you're always a marketing business. Well, what does marketing look like? It could be Google, Facebook ads. It could be texting, emailing clients. It could be uh, mail, the junk mail you see in the mailbox. You know, There's so many different forms of marketing, TV, billboards, radio, tons of them. There's tons of different marketing techniques. You need to find where your customers are. And you need to figure out how to market to them to come to get in more clients. Most the problem with most businesses starting off is they don't have enough potential clientele. They're lacking on the marketing side, and that's why they never get off the ground. When you have an influx of potential clients and clientele, that's where you can really position yourself. Hey, I need to. I need. I need. I need a. I might need a salesperson to close these people because I'm better at the back end. Well, if I'm better at sales, I might need somebody on the back end to actually fulfill these orders. So you can kind of you kind of know where you're at once you start with marketing. Uh, we, in real estate, we call it a, it's a it's like a paradox of if you if you trip over if you get enough leads coming into it, you're going to find a real estate transaction. You're going to find a real estate deal just because there's so many deals coming at you when you have the marketing in in sync and in the right direction where people are coming to you. Hundred percent. Okay, so two tips there. So marketing, so don't skimp on marketing. That's a way to automate your business. And then to know who your client is, which is also your ideal avatar. So you can make sure that you are targeting the right group of people. So you're not wasting time or money. So I like that you talked about those, those two as um, with automation. And then when some people think of the word automation, I know some people are like, oh, a bot, or I don't want to be talking to a bot, or I don't want to have to press one, press two, press three. How can you make the automation more personable where somebody feels like they actually have a connection to the business? Great, great. So one thing we do with our clients is Whenever a new lead comes in, I actually send them a video. I send them a video introduction, like, "Hey, I'm Daniel Martinez, CEO of HiveMind. Um, where if you need any, if you need any support, here's where to here's where to contact me. If you need assistance, here's our resources. You can go to this, this, and this. If you have any questions, just reply to this number. Boom. Quick little video, personable. They know they see my face. I kind of answer all the beginner questions that they have, and then uh, after that, they get a text with my with my contact card. So you ever send to be that forwards you contact, it comes in like a tag. So if you get an iPhone, you click on it and just hit save. We can have the ability to send people that. So it's more personable. From there, they get automation trip to that. But the beauty of it, so I had a client text me like, oh, is this, is this an automated text? I'm like, no, it's a robot. So I replied to him and he's like, oh, this is cool. Because I kind of jumped in where the automation fills in the gaps. And as long as you don't, as long as it doesn't look like automation, they'll never know. But you can automate a lot of those uh, nurturing and follow-up, even outreach. And then whenever they respond, like, oh, this is just a robot, you can hop in and text. You have the ability to, on your desktop or on your phone, to kind of break that barrier. Like, oh, you're, you're not a real person. Like, yeah, I am a real person. Um, the other thing is that 
you don't want to answer the phone all day. Most people, they get, they get broke. Unless you have a person answering the phone, don't answer the phone all day. You can put them through a funnel. So we do this for hire. I put the, I, I do this when I hire people. I do this when I put for clients, I make them go through processes that way I know they want to buy before I even speak to them. So perfect example of this is I'll do it when I, when I hire people and when I get new clients. So when I get, when I hire people, I put out, you don't just want to do interview after interview because they're wasting time talking to people that you want too many people to interview. So I make them jump through hoops. Um, we do this with uh, screening tenants for real estate as well. We, we fill, have them fill out a form, depending on what their job, job title is or service, whatever they're going to do in the business, we ask them to produce. So if they're calling, I ask them to send me a voicemail based off my script. I'm going to send them a script. They send me a voicemail back so I know I can tell if their English is good, if they understand uh, proper punctuation, where to stop, where to breathe, how they sound if I'm hiring somebody overseas. If they're doing copywriting, I'm going to send them, hey, can you rephrase this and make this look pretty? And I'll send them my own thing, have them do it. Um, I had just hired video editors. I sent them my own video. Hey, make this look pretty. So let me see what you got. I had 10 people apply. Two people did it. And those are two people I hired. The two people actually completed the service and the hoops I made them jump through. So with clients, I, I asked them, <laughs> you, everybody, perfect example of this is everybody needs to drink water, right? Everybody has water, right? Everybody needs it. Everybody might, might not want it, but there's so many different variations of water to buy, right? So what I tell people is like, yeah, you can hop on the phone and sell water all day long, but why do that when you can leverage, leverage systems and automation to do that? So if you have their number, text them, hey, you want water? Click this link, you know, and you can automate that. And now you're just sitting at home on the couch and you're seeing your, your ticker go by when people are buying water just because you text everybody to buy water at this link, you know? So there's so, there's many different variations of that. And you can have people jump through hoops where now you're not actually doing that sales, sales side of it. Hey, I need to talk to somebody. Yeah, talk to somebody about what? Yeah, I need to talk to them about this, this, and this. I'll just reply to text. Remember, this is 21st century. People like getting responded via text. So I would rather deal with the situation via text than over the phone because I might get, a, I might get an earful. So if I can resolve it via text, that's one less person I got to talk to. Beauty about that is, is now I have my whole team monitor one phone number and they can respond to everybody like if it's me. And the beauty about that is I can, I can, I can hide behind that as a boss too because I don't want to be known as a customer service person because I don't want to deal with customer service issues. Yes, I do deal with them, but I hide behind the persona that I have a team that handles that. So it puts it on them. Yeah, my team, my team they, I don't know what they told you. They told you this, this, and this. You kind of reiterate it as you as the boss, but you're backing up your team. And even though it might have been you, you make yourself bigger than you are, and you can hide behind that invisible person, that visible support team. You make yourself uh, look bigger, and you're never the bad guy. So you can always blame that invisible person. Beautiful. And I like the fact that how you're using automation in your business, but then you're also putting the personal aspect there where you're intercepting 
where automation leaves off. So you're also bridging the gap between the automation and the human connection there. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, so that would be a competitive advantage for HiveMind because there are some other people who are in the business space of automation, but they don't step in and be that, uh, that face or they don't send those videos um, welcoming people and telling them, hey, I'm Daniel Martinez and et cetera. So whenever you think of Hive Mind, and you guys have only been in business for a little bit, what um, what really got you to the level of success that you are now with your automation? Because I mean, you guys are hitting some heavy hitters KPI wise. Um, we 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 were around. We started uh, February twenty twenty one, so we're thirteen months old. Um, it's just more of like, like I said, we want to see all business succeed, no matter what your business niche is. Um, and it's just, it's just providing good service. Um, of course, we have people that cancel and do all that stuff. You're going to have that. You're going to have that, that churn. But it's just one of those things where if you provide the best services possible, you know you have a good product or service. You're, you're doing yourself an injustice by not sharing it as much as you could. And what are the principal foundations or core values that Hive Mind stands upon? And why is that important in order for you to be a successful business automation um, pipeline? Sure. So uh, our, our core values are like honesty, integrity, and uh, best service possible. Um, like I said, we, we really have a lot of uh, backend support that we really try and provide. I've, I've worked with other companies and we, it takes like 48 hours to get a hold of somebody and I'm like that's terrible and like um it's it's funny though because like even having the best support people still don't message me in. and like people are like in my Facebook group they'll be like hey I need help with this I'm like did you message support oh, I'll do that right now I'm like okay <laughs> you're, you're, you're no matter how much outbound support you can provide there's still going to be people that still get lost and that's okay um you just got to do the best you can with what you got and know there's always going to be um, <laughs> weird people and weird customers. Um, There's a funny tweet I, I heard the other day. It was that um, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur to get rid of their boss. But then you realize when you're an entrepreneur, your boss are your clients and they're worse than your regular boss at the job. <laughs> I never thought about it that way, but that is so true because when you're working for somebody, they're dictating what you what you're doing but then when you work for yourself your customers are what's dictating you because they're paying your bills because they're coming to you to pro to ask you for the service that you're providing and etc so you see that exchange there so you really have to be mindful of how you deal with your customers how you show your customers that they are appreciated and they're valued and then you also have to know how to set up boundaries not just set up boundaries but also enforce those boundaries so the communication lines do not get blurred or crossed up and Daniel, as we begin to wind down, I want you to give the listeners and viewers some tips that they could think about whenever they begin to either automate their, their business or start a business or anything that you think may be beneficial for them to just really jumpstart and take that leap of faith. Perfect. I have a couple of things. Um, if you're in a business niche, um, start a Facebook group. Facebook groups are priceless. People find you organically. Um, and then you can automate your intake form. So what I do is I have 
a public Facebook group, Hive Mind CRM. When you click into it, it asks you for your email and phone number. Why do I do that? Because I'm trying to capture it for free. So you can create, you can create value out of nothing just by having a Facebook group. So Facebook group, make it private, connect it to Hive Mind, and start collecting emails and phone numbers because your email list you can take forever, right? Step two is incorporate other forms of mediums to connect with your clients. What most people have websites. If you don't have a website, get a website. It's the 21st century. You need a website. Number two is you can connect with them through text, through a phone, phone system. Most people only connect to their people through email or a website, and that's it. Connect with them through another medium as a phone. You can easily incorporate um, SMSs of motivational. Uh, you can text people offers for 50% discounts for holidays, stuff like that. You can always do pre-sales and discount codes. You can text directly to your customers. So it gives them, you're just an exchange for the information. You're providing value by them giving you your number and you can send them newsletters and whatever through text or email, uh, motivational. I send out every holiday, there's a text that goes out, Merry Christmas, New Year's, um, stuff like that. Um, and when people join my Facebook group and I know their clients, I monitor them and I'll say happy birthday. So I schedule happy birthdays for my clients in the Facebook group. So everybody in the group can comment happy birthday. So they feel special on the birthday. It's more, it's more of connecting them. Um, it gets harder as you get bigger, but when you're small, you have the, you have the beauty of being small. You can make it personal. I've seen people on TikTok, they put stickers and stuff in, in their, in their, um, when, the, when they do per, the physical products, they'll put stickers and thank you notes and they'll handwrite signatures and stuff like that. Make it personal. That way you can reach out to your clients and build up confidence to your clients because What's better, what's better than a new client is a client, a reoccurring client. So always make sure you're building a good relationship with your current clients because they're, they're the ones paying you right now. But be always looking for new clients because that's what keeps the revenue influxing and eventually going up. So don't, don't lose out on your current clients and keeping them happy. Um, other thing is if you have a, if you have a relationship, um, We've had, we've had clients lose family members. I lost my dad in December. Um, and we've had other clients lose family members and such, and we'll send them flowers. It's, it's, it's more, than what they, <laughs> more than what we should do, but it's just one of those things to build a relationship with your clients and have a more in-depth relationship instead of us just being customers and we're, we're, we're service providers. There's more of a connection there. So um, Facebook group. Use different mediums to connect with your audience. If you're emailing, incorporate a website. If you have a website, incorporate emailing, incorporate texting. Just use different mediums to connect with your audience and your client base to eventually nurture them to become clients. So use multiple mediums as much as you can. That's great. And I like how you are versatile between the different mediums, because depending who is a part of your group, um, each generation response to various communications differently like I'm a millennial and sometimes my emails um, pile up and then I'll spend a day where I just go through all of my um, different emails or I'll even color coordinate it or put a star so I know what's priority versus what's not priority and then also um, I like the personal touch that you do where you send people flowers or happy birthdays or etc and I want to tell you my condolences for the loss of your father I lost my dad in November of 2020 and it definitely was not easy and it's still not easy because I wish he was here to celebrate some of the milestones that me and my family are achieving right now. That's amazing. Um, I'm sorry for your loss as well. Um, 
a lot of people take grief differently, but I feel like it pushed me to accelerate and make have a bigger purpose. So so you can take it how you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I actually launched my podcast the month that my father passed. So that was the way that I continued to have him with me and continue his legacy. And um, Daniel, for anyone who is interested in connecting with Hive Mind or working with you all, please plug your website and let the listeners and viewers know how they could connect with you on social media. Easiest way to do it is you pull out your phones and you text me at 210-972-1842. The keyword is H-I-V-E, Hive. Uh, what that does is it invites you to our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group, Hive Mind here. I'm on Facebook. It'll uh, introduce you to our YouTube page. We provide a lot of uh, entrepreneurial and real estate education. Um, and then we'll offer you a, a dollar course of how to make six figures on land deals because we do real estate as well. So if that interests you, you can text that number, 210-972-1842. Our main website is hivemindcrm.io. We're on all platforms. If you're an entrepreneur, you should be on all platforms just because just like people consuming different, different forms of content, people consume different forms of content as a whole. So there's YouTube people that only consume YouTube. There's podcast people that only consume podcasts. And then there's people on TikTok that only just consume TikTok. So you need to be on all platforms. So make sure you're on all platforms. We're at, at HiveMindCRM on all platforms, including Twitch. You check us out there. We appreciate you. Awesome. And I'm glad that you plugged your website because I was going to say, what about if someone says, hey, Daniel, I don't have Facebook because I don't agree with their policies. And, you know, now it's meta. So now they have a website so they could get all your information on your website as well. And listeners and viewers, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and learning all about business automation with Daniel Martinez, CEO of HiveMind. Make sure you connect with him on all platforms and really think about automating your business so you can work smarter and not necessarily harder. And remember, if you take time to automate now, you have more time to really focus on your zone of genius and make yourself more money so you could secure the bag and pour back out into your community, your family, or whatever else that intrigues you. Until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have an amazing day. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It can be found on all major podcast platforms and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for our video components. Until we chat next time, ciao. Thank you for listening to another segment of Gems Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to Gems Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel gems with genesis amaris kemp we would love for you to be a sponsor so please reach out via email at gems g-e-m-s with w-i-t-h genesis g-e-n-e-s-i-s amaris a-m-a-r-i-s kemp k-e-m-p at gmail.com where your brand your swag Your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.